Hello everyone, and welcome to the very first inaugural episode of the internet's number two iCarly podcast, Let's Spaghetti Taco Barry. Tom, you excited? I'm excited. I'm re- ready to talk about so many different things this episode. We got a stack show uh, with two of the world's biggest iCarly experts. Yeah, we got a stack show of predictions, of uh, theories, of um, much, much more, to be honest, because the new reboot of the fan favorite show, iCarly, it's soon to drop, and we want to talk about it. And talk about it we shall. That That's very exciting, uh, all the things that we're going to be tackling about today. Now, iCarly, it's, it's, it's a cultural landmark, wouldn't you say, Tom? I mean, it's influenced us and everything we've done so far. It certainly has. I mean, it's uh, had a, a big impact, certainly on my life, my, my creative outlets, just the way I kind of go about my life and it certainly had an impact on a lot of other people because whenever I bring it up people are like oh iCarly I used to watch that when I was a kid and I think that's just kind of uh, who this podcast is for the the people that kind of grew up with iCarly and are now coming back to the reboot and uh, want to dip their toes back into some some conversations about the show that we all love. Yeah I mean it's the universal call sign that bonds our generation I mean I could be at a bus station I could look over um, a fella's phone and he he's watching iCarly and yeah. we look at each other we share eye contact and we just know we know yeah and so yeah we, we decided well there's a reboot coming out did you know that Tom yeah I did it's it's fresh on Paramount plus I think it is and um, it's bring back m- the majority of the original cast minus uh, Jeanette McCurdy as Sam Puckett she will be missed but the most of the original cast is back there's some new characters in here and it promises to build off the original show while being a bit different very excited about it how about you yeah, I couldn't be happier. I mean, my, my relationship with the show is, if I have to make a confession, is uh, I only saw up to season two. Oof. I don't know if that's going to be a problem going forward, but... Looks like I'm going to have to do some heavy lifting around here. Um, as you know, I'm a, I'm a bit of a, a bit of an iCarly nut, and uh, I've seen episodes multiple times, but, you know, I'm sure I can... I'll help you along in this journey, along with the, the lovely viewers out there. Well, I like to learn, and learn I shall with the uh, with this iCarly podcast. We've noticed that, you know, we might be trading slightly on other iCarly podcast ground. We think we've got a unique perspective on this. We're actually graduates of film and television, so we'll be applying uh, some critical thinking and uh, some critical studies to the program. And yeah, very excited to be doing this in the inaugural episode of Let's Spaghetti Talk About It. Tom, I've just been looking on the internet. Turns out there have been three episodes already, apparently. Are you serious? The internet doesn't lie. I could be spending time with my kids right now and my wife. And You brought me onto this this goddamn podcast. And you had, you had to tell me. The episode's already out. We could have been... Look, pal, goddamn. I mean, you know, we, we, can, we can talk about theories. We can talk about... We don't even have to talk about iCarly. We can talk about anything. How? I, I don't even know how, it, how this eluded me. Because, as you know, I'm an expert on everything iCarly. And it, it's just... It slipped through my goddamn fingers. I'm pissed. Leave it all to me. To start an iCarly podcast and not even know the episodes are out. <laughs> Buddy, with that, you've won me back over. And uh, I think it's it's ample time to maybe get into some topics. Um, I know you've brought some things to talk about. Um, what do you want to start with first? Theories? Predictions? What what What's taking your fancy? Well, the thing I think I'd like to kick things off with is, well, a rather disturbing, troubling headline, depending on the way you look at it. Jerry Trainer. No doubt about this. Jerry Trainer 
star of the show. He he was mm-hmm. he was the heart of this, the jewel in the rough. That's not to put anyone else down, but you know, I mean, it's it's a kids show. It can only go so far. And whereas yeah. if you wanted something a bit more, you always had to just take a look at Jerry's unique comedic sensibilities and expressions, and you'd be chuckling away. And so he's kind of been a bit of a, the spokesman for the new season. I'm seeing a lot of press uh, centered around Jerry, and I'm, I'm glad that the lad's getting some exposure. And I just want to put this out there right now. Uh, Jerry, if you are listening, we'd love to have you on. I know it's a little bit early in the day to, um, we're prematurely uh, shooting our wad, if you will. Jerry, you know, we'd love to have you on, talk to you about your process, where you trained, Juilliard perhaps, yeah. or or maybe you're self-taught. I mean, could have fooled me. Uh, tough puppy as well. We'd love to really get into that. So, uh, Jerry, or if anyone has access to Jerry, just just uh, ping us a, a Gmail and we'll uh, we'll do everything we can to get him on. Um, but no, this headline, Tom, could be raunch. iCarly star Jerry Trainer promises sexual situations in reboot. This is um, from page six. I don't know how to feel about that. If I'm honest, um, just looking back at the original show, I mean, obviously it was a kids show. There was certainly an element of Spencer going on different dates with various women across the series. You know, some of these situations were implied in the show. Spencer, he's a guy that fucks. Right, I'm just going to say right. it. You know, we never delved into that. We ne- we never needed to because it was all kind of hidden under the... Part of the thematic underbelly of the series, if you will. But bringing it into the forefront, I think it's... um. I don't, I don't know how they're going to handle it. All right, well, maybe I don't, I don't really see it the way you do. Dan Schneider, the, the king of children's entertainment, would, would necessarily espouse sexual values in, in a show. I don't think that's his style at all. There's not a hint uh, nor a trace of anything along those lines, and I'm not really sure if, um, if you're bringing uh, sexuality into this world. I mean, how far does it go before it just crumbles? Yeah, I mean, th- I think there's so many different avenues that you could delve down with Carly, Freddie, Spencer enjoying their their newfound life after the show. Is sex really something that we need to talk about? I mean, (laughs) why don't they, uh, you know, talk about their new recipes that they've, uh, they've, they've... (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm picking stuff off the top of my head. The the various things they've covered over, you know, in the the previous show. Obviously, you got the spaghetti tacos. You got the, the Sunshine Girl fudge balls you got the 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 classic uh lasagna that was in the series as well gibby's french fries are you are you <laughs> kidding me we're not going to follow up on that i, I just it just boggles yeah. my mind i mean how could they get it so wrong obviously iCarly was about a web show originally and I, I i worry that you know they could be going down the road of um discussing things like you know, twitch has a as a in recent years been under a lot of controversy with uh, with twitch mm. thoughts as they've mm. come to be known and that sort of thing is that the road that iCarly is going to go down because i think that's maybe not something that necessarily needs to be discussed on the show congratulations I mean, they've alienated the fan base you know that's all i can say but well, actually, I, I guess if you think about it, the internet, a lot of sex on there. Yeah, I mean, if they're, this is for a different audience after all. They, they do have the opportunity to discuss more mature themes. I'm just questioning, okay, if they are going to talk about mm. the sex, the raunch, uh, whatever you want to call it, how, how are they going to address it? Is it going to be addressed in a, in a, in a nuanced way or is it just kind of going to be... In your face, yeah. If you, th- if th- <laughs> just <laughs> it begs belief. <laughs> it really does. Because looking at the trailer, the show is going to be very different to how 
It's, it's going to be familiar, but, you know, they're going to take things in different directions. And from the impression that I got from the trailer, it didn't really seem that way. It seemed very, it, it very much seemed in, in tonally similar to what we kind of remember, even though it's kind of advanced many years and is intended for an older audience. So in a mm. way, it's just kind of conflicting. Uh, these more mature themes with this um, still quite silly and, mm. and random tone. Oh, very kooky and random, which, yeah, was funny. I will say this in, its de- in, in Jerry's defense, the picture that they've used for the thumbnail of the article, he's wearing like this sort of white cashmere turtleneck and there is definitely an air of sophistication with that image and I think I actually just seeing that in action, I'm thinking, well, yeah, I think, I think they can pull it off. Okay, I'm, I'm taking a look at it now and yeah. I, see, I, see, I do see what you mean, he's uh, yeah. They might be taking inspiration from real life because I don't know if you've seen... I was scrolling through Twitter, as you do, and uh, I just happened upon this random post related to the iCarly reboot. It was like, I think it was a Bumble message matched with Jerry Trainer, And it was his actual profile. In real life, Jerry Trainer's just... He's just trying to catch a nut. He's doing things that will inevitably lead to sexual situations. You know, I I think I might have been turned around on this. If, If that's where the show wants to go and kind of mimic what's going on in jerry's life to influence spencer yeah i think so i mean you know when you've got people like dan schneider involved uh, you, know, you can't lose so <laughs> yes yeah, true the the only missed opportunity is in, in terms of sexual situations the gibster gibby noah monk it's a uh, it's you know he's dj now i was just i was thinking you know like we sort of we're a little bit younger than them in the show. We're we're maybe like three or four years younger or whatever. But we grew up alongside them, and I think that I think I always knew like, well, Gibby, he's got this air of confidence, this natural internal swagger. It, he seemed like someone to emulate, and I'm. It's it's a shame that we can't see where that journey led. I feel a bit, uh, you know, if we're gonna get continue to be so crude like the show now is, um, I feel blue balled. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, there's always an opportunity for the to show up maybe as a musical number on one of iCarly's shows. I think he's going under the um, the mantle Noxic. Really? I think I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, and um, they, they had like musical guests in the past. You know, they had the cast of Victorious on the show at one point. I think there's opportunity for, for Noah Monk to... I think he's kind of given up on acting, but that isn't to say that he can't come on the show as a musician. True, yeah, much like the Plain White Tees did back in their heyday. I actually, I think I... I read somewhere that Gibby was supposed to get a spin-off, so maybe Noah just took that cancellation. Um, Nickelodeon didn't pick up the pilot. Maybe he just took that really hard. I mean, I, I think I would if I was him. It's like Arwen from Sweet Life. He had his own spin-off lined up, and the cowards at Disney said really? no. Well, were there going to be sexual situations in that as well? Does Arwen really exude sex? I'm not so sure. But maybe he could, you know, grow into that role. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Arwen, Arwen Quentin Hockhauser is a recurring character in Sweet Life. Well, his middle name, Quentin Tarantino, that's a guy, well, he likes, he's known for sexual situations in his, in his film, in his cinema, so maybe maybe that, maybe that was uh, there the whole time. A Tarantino-directed Arwen series? I mean, <laughs> Disney Plus? Yeah. Hello? Or even just a series of novellas? Maybe I know he's kind of delving into the world of fiction so i'd be up for that i think zach and cody's mum would have to come back for that as well for sure because there was a bit of romance between them in in the in the original series i think will they won't they uh much like other sitcoms although i don't think anyone maybe did it as well as uh arwen and um kim that was <laughs> hate <Yep>. how i remember <laughs> um <laughs> 
Anyway. Good memory on you. Thank you. Well, but this isn't a Sweet Life on Deck podcast. It's an iCarly podcast. And so with that, we return to the discussion. What else did I have to say? I had a few things to say about this uh, that I thought were worthy of creating a podcast for. Oh, yeah. This is something, Tom, that I want to talk to you about. And I want to gauge the the listeners. Well, actually, that doesn't really work now that the episodes are out and the question's probably answered but yeah everything's fucking ruined i've read in all the press reports that freddie's big thing in the show is that he's this he's a stepfather a parental figure still navigating the trials and tribulations of your 20s and so that's an interesting kind of juxtaposition there but hang on a second the guy's got a child step child you'd presume he has a wife well where is she in this picture i mean that's it's not really reflective of good values with Revan. Yeah. <laughs> Why? We're recording. That's uh, Tom's dad. He's actually funding the show. I'm Sorry. Up. <laughs> Wait, what's that? Good night. No. Sorry. It's okay. Wish him all the best. Yeah. Sorry about that, listeners. <laughs> um, my dad came in, and, uh, you know, he's also a big iCarly fan, so he couldn't help himself from uh, voicing in. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Let's, let's, let's refresh. Back to what you were saying. This just doesn't line up. Is he is he unfaithful? Is Freddie Benson a dog? Look, we, we had a very lengthy conversation about this very topic in preparation for this this podcast because I think this was honestly the kind of launch this idea for the, the podcast in, in the beginning because it is quite a, a loaded plot element because, yeah, like you said, it's crazy to think that Freddie could ever do something to mm. this nature. But you have to remember, it's been... How long since the original show? Things change. Freddie Benson, he's grown up. He might have gone through a lot of horrible experiences. I mean, if you just think back to the kind of abuse that he, he suffered when he was with Sam, it's uh, it was heartbreaking. And that's enough yeah. to change him. Yeah. Enough of that incessant torment in that relationship a guy's gonna a guy's gonna snap for sure and maybe maybe like it's a good thing that sam's not back because to be honest that was just a kind of toxic environment for them it's occasionally a toxic environment as a viewer do the powers that be want to subjugate the viewers to that again i I just don't know and i've actually got a post i found on reddit so so you know it's worth me talking about where where someone gets they're watching the show for the first time this is a fan of the show and a potential fan of this show so i'll be talking about that at the tail end of of today's episode we've got a few options on the table either yeah freddie is a womanizer a philander a promiscuous fella or or perhaps (laughs) she's passed away yeah well i also i i i voiced the the idea that Perhaps she's missing, and maybe that's sort of the the ongoing storyline of the season. I think that could be quite interesting uh, because you know there was some serialized elements of the original show, but it never really delved into that too deeply. I think this could be a way, kind of Riverdale style, where there's like an ongoing mystery. Yeah, that could that could really hook people in on where's where's Freddy's wife. No, I think I think that would be exciting, and it would set the show apart from from its predecessor. I mean, and it's it's kind of murky ground as to whether or not this is its own thing or if it is just a continuation but we'll see and i am excited at the end of the day so that well that's the freddy angle and and something i'm i'm very curious about carly i don't really care uh am i I allowed to say that (laughs) (laughs) she's the star of the show doing pulling funny faces and you know what uh, are you saying being the center of attention uh got no time for that so it sounds like you got something to say I'm afraid. I'm, I just just please split it out, man. Look, I just think, and I don't know. I've never seen anyone talk about this on the internet, but I'm sure everyone's feeling it. I think, okay, Miranda Cosgrove, 
one of the biggest child stars back in her day. Now I think she's in Despicable Me, so pr- picking up a pretty penny, I'm sure. But her character of Megan and Drake and Josh, a seminal character in uh, in fiction, television. And she played that part very, very well. I think you can agree with that, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, well, we studied her in, in, in film school. I mean, We did, yeah. It was... It was quite an important chapter of the whole module, Megan's character. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd say she's had a massive impact on, you know, television, cinema, everything in between. The the Megan archetype. And and I would say very good in School of Rock. I mean, that's a film I revisit all the time. I don't want to question Dan Schneider's leadership, his instinct for creating great pieces of TV, but there's something about that character that's just missing. So I, I'm not criticizing Miranda Cosgrove here. I, I think the character was consistent enough to, to see that it was a choice, a series of choices that she made as an actress across uh, six odd seasons of a, of a show. But for me, there's just something something not right about her um, as a character, something that, you know, I was watching it for everyone but Carly. Again, it just looks like more of the same. Ooh, Carly goes on a date. Carly films an episode of a show. Yeah, I mean, there there are a lot of shows where it's like the, the side characters are much more interesting than the main one. I do, in some ways, I Carly does suffer from that, where Carly is definitely the least interesting aspect of her own show. And it is a bit of a shame because you go in thinking, oh, it's this just show's called iCarly. She's going to, mm. you know, we're going to find out about this this very interesting character. Maybe maybe we'll go into some more interesting lessons and arcs for, for, for Carly. But definitely in the original show, Gibby, Luba, Freddie's mum. These are characters Mrs. That, Briggs? Mrs. Briggs as well. She's got some great storylines. Yeah. But Carly, I mean, what's she got? She meets Fred one time. Oh, the internet's funny man Fred. Yeah, Lucas Crook shank himself yeah he, he appeared on the show i think one direction was on the show as well that's the thing the the side pieces are more interesting and intriguing than carly herself yeah i was watching an interview with miranda cosgrove and she was saying how it was very easy to kind of step back into the role because carly's very much like herself but to me carly's just a very oh i don't oh, i don't like that yeah the character <laughs> archetype is just normal normal woman like that's it yeah she doesn't really have many defining characteristics. She's a go-getter, I guess. Mm. She's um, a self-starter. But other than that, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just jealous. Maybe I'm just jealous yeah. because, quite frankly, the the show paraded, you know, bragged about the privilege of these characters, I think. And, and I think it let false expectations to children about what was possible. No 12-year-old's that good with a with a camera set up and all that equipment that Freddie had. I just don't buy it for one second. And... Uh, we went to uni to do film and we weren't even taught how to work those cameras so god knows how he learned uh but i mean we did them all on ipads so i mean yeah that's true yeah first year first term ipad film that was pretty cool i mean you know uh tangerine was shot on an iphone so maybe it was maybe we're the problem i don't know yeah maybe just not like we're not as ambitious as we could be yeah i think i don't i don't like to think about that for too long though because uh otherwise i'll just get depressed again we want we want a successful podcast that people enjoy week after week. Exactly. I think that leads us directly into maybe some predictions for what we think might yeah. be happening now that we know yeah. that the the show is. I mean, the show's out, so people will instantly know whether we're right or wrong or not. But I think yeah. it's fair for us to predict what we think might happen in the show as a whole. So do you have any predictions going into this? Well, I do. Uh, there, I I imagine that there's going to be a storyline where Carly gets cancelled. For something yeah i think yeah at the end of the day i've talked a little bit of, a fair bit of smack about iCarly for someone who's doing a show about it already and i, and I, I do want to backtrack a little bit I, I think it predicted the current climate we live in 
Yeah. Carly was basically the original influencer, and she's been doing it for longer than anyone else. So maybe she does know a few things. But I think with that, think about, can you imagine the things that Carly Shay would have tweeted during high school and college? Oh, boy. We weren't around for. Like, I just, I feel like you could do a whole season about this a P- PR disaster that Carly brings upon herself. You know, we all live and we learn, and hopefully she has too. So that's my prediction. Carly gets cancelled. Maybe there's, like, a video of Freddie doing something. I don't want to say what. What do you think Freddie could have done? Going back to the kind of missing wife thing. I think that's mm. where it all culminates. And there's a, a video of evidence that heavily suggests that Freddie was responsible for his missing wife. And rather than kind of reporting Freddie to the, to the authorities with this evidence, he just gets cancelled on Twitter instead. And Some would say that's more damning than, than judicial action, so... Yeah, and he has to he has to put a notes app apology on 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 Twitter saying I did not uh, kill my wife, I did not um, hide her body in the lake, that sort of thing. Mm. And it's very candid, it's very open, but people just they just don't want to, you know, they don't accept it, and then they go to the next uh, James Charles video, and they they're loving it, they're loving it, even though he's in all these controversies. Yeah, like Freddie over here. If just because he's been implicated in this thing that he didn't even do. Yeah, he just, yeah. So I think that's where it's headed in terms of that cancelling storyline. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something I don't want to see in the show is any people like James Charles. Like real real influence. Yeah, like if David yeah. David Dobkin or uh, what's that guy's <laughs> David, name? David Dubrick. David, David Dobrik. Yeah, I don't want him yeah. anywhere near. I was thinking actually, I mean, Josh Peck, surely there's some skeletons in his closet. That, that's something they could address on the show. I mean, has, has Josh Peck or... Drake ever shown up on iCarly before? I don't know. Uh, well, Drake. I, okay, guys, I, I didn't mean that about Josh Peck because I'd love to have him on the show as well. Um, <laughs> you know, he's going to be in that new uh, Turner and Hoot show for Disney Plus. So big things for that guy who was in Ice Age. Big, we're, we're big fans on the show of Ice Age, aren't we, Tom? We, we're the biggest Ice, Ice Age fans. <laughs> yeah. in, on the planet. Yeah, yeah. future uh, friend of the show, Josh Peck. There, not David Douchebrick. Okay. No, get guy. out of here, mate. Fuck that guy. I just learned about him as a person a few days ago and was monitoring that situation with jeff is it jeff wittick or something about how he yeah slammed his face into a crane yeah but I, th- I think they're still making videos together very strange that's the thing like this jeff guy is is now exploiting that experience into this four-part documentary and uh <laughs> one of the worst documentaries it's... i've ever seen and then he's he's blurring out his face and saying that if anyone's gonna exploit his injury monetarily it's going to be him and his team so you have to go to patreon to <laughs> it's it's quite a weird like i just i in, in that situation i wouldn't if i was david dobrit i wouldn't know how to feel about that like while no. also seemingly still being his friend it's very it's just very bizarre it is I very bizarre i don't really understand it but maybe yeah. i mean sure like I think iCarly could actually have a great sort of recurring character of, of an influencer a bit like that. Maybe there's a kind of rival group of YouTubers and maybe Freddy gets pulled in. He gets sucked into that world of, of high stakes buffoonery and yeah. uh, he starts living that lifestyle. Maybe maybe that was... this. Maybe this is Freddy's past and maybe we'll get into that. Maybe there could be a better Call Saul yeah. type spin-off prequel series about Freddy and maybe this is how he loses the wife. I don't know why he self-custody of the daughter, mind you, but we'll, we'll get those answers i'm sure if he was part of like a vlog squad type of community back in the day i'm sure he would have used his daughter in some way to kind of get views and yeah stepdaddy of one <laughs> oh, God. that's definitely gonna come yeah yeah i think that's a that's an interesting idea i, I want i do wonder what other youtubers they can parody or include in the show if they are gonna have I'm, and i'm sure they're gonna have other influences i would rather they just kind of 
yeah, make up their own parody versions mm-hmm. rather than get the the real thing. Unless, unless, speaking of David Dobrik, Jang yeah. Bricks? Jang Bricks. Bring the lesser known YouTube community, the Lego community. Do a whole episode about that. Niche YouTube communities. For, for those who don't know, Jang Bricks is perhaps you could say the king of the Lego youtube community and and he's got just a great very warm personality and yeah he'd be he'd be fun on the show just as himself yeah you could just you show up review a lego set maybe that's like a b story with spencer and spencer kind of gets into lego for like an episode and he's like oh yeah i really love this makes like an art installation (laughs) yeah with some lego brings jang bricks into to review his mock i think that would just be awesome maybe jang bricks lives on a horse ranch and invites spencer down and they're sort of riding horses together and I don't really know where that would go but it's nice imagery definitely it's kind of one of those you know there's it's the typical trope of like a temporary but a lifelong friend that you make in a in an episode but then yeah they have to like depart and go their own way by the end of it so that brings it back to the status quo I think that's that's how Jang Bricks could be incorporated into into iCarly. Spencer flirting with another life. I'd like to see Spencer have a bit more agency, you know, uh, just see him out on his own. I'd love that. And that could be a perfect foray into that. Spencer's new mate. I like that. And then also we've got, we should definitely mention, um, Carly's got a new BFF. Yeah. That's uh, certainly a, a, a different direction. I'm just going to... Look at what the character's name is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Harper, Carly's roommate, they're played by Lacey Mosley. Yeah, that'll be that'll be cool. We don't really know much about this character. I'm not sure if she's kind of a, you know, a surrogate audience character where she's where Carly's kind of you know telling her how this whole thing works, catching her up to speed with her life, her past life as a internet star, mm-hmm. or whether she's also an influencer herself and is kind of pushed. Carly back into the limelight and encouraged her to take on the iCarly mantle again. Phil Lewis. Fans of the show might yeah. know him as uh, Marion Mosby from The Sweet Life. Wow. So a lot of connections here, guys. Uh, he's he's actually the director on many of the episodes. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, he's he's certainly got the expertise, the knowledge from his, his time working on Zack and Cody as an actor. I'm not mm-hmm. sure whether he's involved with any of the production. It is interesting that he's very involved with the show because he's also executive producer uh, alongside Miranda Cosgrove. So it's clear that he's in the DNA of this, this reboot. So... It'll be interesting to see what kind of sitcom tricks of the trade that he brings to the directing of the premiere. But I, no sign of Dan Schneider. I, why, I don't know. I wonder why he's not involved. Yeah, it's it's a, it's an interesting it's an interesting peculiarity. I mean, it says that it was created by Dan Schneider, but I don't know if that was just because he created the original show or a Schneider's Bakery behind the scenes. I mean, mmm, mmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at the production companies. It's by Museum Visit and Nickelodeon Productions. So Shiner's Bakery is nowhere to be seen. I mean, Museum Bakery? No, no Museum Visit. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds a bit boring, doesn't yeah, it? What I the mean, hell? A, a bakery sounds awesome, but a, a museum? museum? What? No, I don't. I didn't sign up for that. All right. Well, I'm fifty-fifty, Tom, on whether or not I'm going to like this, but. Yeah, it's a it's a toss up because on one hand, museum visit, boo, boring, yeah, gross, for sure. The other side, Nickelodeon productions, fun. Are you awesome. kidding me? Uh, sl- slime. This is great. This is freaking sick. And I think I think they'll be they'll be using similar language now that they're uh, the, the the chains are off. Well, that's the th- that's the other thing I was going to ask you about. Do you think they're going to drop the C bomb? <laughs> 
Oh my god. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess if it's organic, if they find a part in the script, they think, I think Spencer would say this. I would say, sure, go for it, you know? Yeah, because he's the only character that could. Yeah. He's the only one capable. <laughs> he gets away with things like that. And um, if he, you know, if he did want to say cock on the show, then that's fine. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Just going back to Spencer for a bit, because I'm reading here that he's, and from the trailer, we know that he's become sort of wealthy. He's come into a bit, a, a certain amount of riches okay. um, this time around. Because in the original show, he was a struggling artist. He would make these weird, wacky creations that no one really understood. But now, he's on top of the world. He's got all this money. But we don't really know why. I guess it's it must be from all the art being successful. Do you think maybe there's something more sinister going on behind the scenes, Robin? Sorry. Sorry, wait, wait. Stop the presses. I just found a picture online. I don't know if anyone knows about this but it's, it's a picture of michelle obama in the attic oh yeah <laughs> and dan schneider is like i don't even he's like whispering into her ear like sweet nothings i think oh no oh god you just seen this <laughs> oh no this is just What's me he doing typing uh in dan schneider's name into google maybe this is why he's not doing the show because the president didn't like him touching his woman I, I'm, I mean I would not blame him <laughs> because this is that's too close that's way too close what's Michelle what's Michelle holding like a, a, a plastic bag full of like miscellaneous it, look, um, it looks like nuts and bolts yeah like she's been to Ikea and yeah. she's helping Dan put up a shelf <laughs> here hold this oh. I'd implore anyone to look this up um, seems to be the only thing about Dan that's maybe not, not as uh, positive yeah that's the only thing that's a bit bit sus, if you will. He's a god of, of entertainment. But no, I don't really like this. Uh, I'm actually using my parents' um, work laptop to do this. I might actually put this as the background. But oh, Nice, yeah. I think they'll enjoy that, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really seem like Dan understands personal space, but coming across lots of other images now and uh, don't really enjoy what I'm seeing. I found one of... Well, actually, looks, looks a bit like LMFAO in the background. And oh, Sam's my. hugging a gentleman and... Dan couldn't help himself. He's he's joining in. He's right in there. Oh no. Oh, this is Kel. It's Kel from Keenan and Kel. Oh, okay. Uh, but it looks like LMFAO in the background. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I probably am completely off base with that. But taking a look. Yeah. But he's oh, there's another picture I've seen here of yeah. um, Dan and Drake Bell at an event, and they've they've sort of got their arms around each other, and they look like they're good mates. So uh, if it's good enough for Drake, it's good enough. For me. Oh yeah. Yeah, ulti- Ultimate Spider-Man himself. Yeah, yeah it's good enough for He's me. A... Yeah. Speaking of villains, Neville Papperman is returning. Reed Alexander is reprising the role, and he was the former nemesis of iCarly. Do you think he's going to come back as a villain, or will he be kind of a reformed internet journalist that is trying to help Carly this time around? He, the guy, he's a piece of shit, you know? He, he's not a nice guy, not a nice character, and I, and I would hate for him to be redeemed in any capacity. So I'm going to say, yeah, I hope he is a, a villain, and I hope the, the team brings him down once and for all. Yeah, he's not like Kylo Ren or, or Zuko from Avatar, where you can have this redemption arc. Because, frankly, Neville's done too much wrong. I think the only way to bring him back is by having just keep on being a piece of shit. Do I just associate him with hummus. Was he eating hummus in his episodes or something? <laughs> um, Was I that can, a thing? I can have a look. My 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 knowledge doesn't extend that far. I mean, like I remember, I'm associating that with Lubert oh. instead. 
I feel like maybe Luba was in eating hummus. Mm. Oh no, tapenade. Oh, what is that? It was tapenade hummus. Is that hummus? Yeah. It's oh, I think it is hummus. Olive tapenade hummus. Yeah, he was mm. obsessed with it. Oh, you'll rue this day, Carly Shay. Classic, classic line. Yeah, I've just searched up Neville Papperman, and it's um, it's just a, it's just him with like tapenade all over his face. Yeah, it's kind of horrible. A lot of weird images. Yeah, I think honestly, I think well, he's listed as a guest star, so I think luckily for your sake, uh, I think I'll just be yeah. one and done, yeah. in and out. So let's let's keep it that way because we want to keep it focused on you know yeah. the main trio. Yeah. Where have they been? What have they been doing? I I sort of vaguely remember seeing maybe one of the last episodes because. Because I, I kind of tapped out of the iCarly game because I, my mom was just making me feel too self-conscious about watching it. She kind of just come into the room and give me a look and I, I just felt feel like her uh, estimation of me dropped whenever I'd be watching it. So I, I had to grow up quickly. So I only watched up to season mm-hmm. one and two. I, there was a, We did actually get, like, we moved into a new house and we had a TV in, in, in the basement and my brother and I would, would kind of watch it in there. But by that point, I was gone. I, I was, you know, on to bigger and better things like, like collecting Lego and but I, I do remember kind of checking out a later episode and, and I think that Freddie was getting with Sam yeah yeah that that was a later storyline um and a big shock because obviously the big well they won't they of the series up to that point was were between Carly and Freddie so I, I think they'll definitely have to address the elephant in the room because it was a big part of the original show now that Sam is out of the picture I think that leaves the room for Freddie and uh, Carly's uh, relationship to blossom, perhaps. Oh, oh my God! Actually, I have this is my maybe my final prediction. But I I had a dream about a week ago. Yeah. And in the dream, okay. I was you know you know when you have dreams and you're in your house, but it's not really your house and or, or whatever. And and, I, and there was a door at the end of the corridor. Opened yeah. it up, and there's a sort of you know like a modestly sized hall. And the hall is packed with people, like we're at a sort of small, intimate gig. But the gig was rowdy, and people were hyped. And there was a stage, and there was a set, and it was a set for iCarly, the show. They they were sort of it was it was the segment of the of the show where they've got a musical guest on, and and Avril Lavigne comes out and starts doing her thing. It was. You know, I couldn't believe I, I couldn't believe that you know uh, Avril Lavigne was there, and she she finishes her song, and then the three Wilson brothers come on, and that's Owen, Luke, and Andrew Wilson. Oh They've got some like kind of rap rock outfit, and then they're performing, and I and I just couldn't believe that wow. such an eclectic guest star list, and yeah, it was just incredibly exciting, and and Sam was there, so that, I mean that's that's how I knew I was in a dream, you know, time to wake up, oh. and my mum kept coming into the hall as she did when I was when I was younger and I'd be watching the show, but she seemed so confused, like she couldn't actually see the stage. She's like, "What's going on in here?" But she just didn't know, and there was we we're at a gig basically in my house, and then she would walk out. And then the guy running, I guess the producer of Icarly was kind of saying like to me, well, look, if she keeps doing this, we're going to have to rethink about where we shoot this show. What, what started out as a fun evening where I, you know, I discovered that they're filming a hit show in my house. It sort of ended up with me wrestling with the idea of, well, get it together. And, and make sure that my mum doesn't keep sort of yeah. interrupting the flow of things. And you predict this is going to happen in the show? Something along those yeah, lines. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, someone interviewed me saying, what do you make of all this? And I said, I can't believe it. The queen of pop herself is here. Wow. That's pretty bold, especially when we know there's another Carly who would have a lot to say about Carly Shay being the queen of pop. Well, that's that's that, that was actually another point that I was going to bring up related to that. So F- Fuller House, the sequel series, you know what they did for the theme song? 
Yeah. They got Carly Rae Jepsen to record the theme song, the classic. Oh, yeah. You know, everywhere. Nah, 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 that's that song. Carly Rae Jepsen did it. And it's, just, it's incredible. It makes the song a million times better. And I think this. That's a pretty good get. It is. Um, but the thing is, the reboot of iCarly missed their, their chance because it's, you know, just Miranda Cosgrove and Drake Bell doing that, spinning their wheels, doing their thing again. But they missed the perfect opportunity for a Carly to do a cover Love it. of yeah. this Carly song. I mean, and it would have been incredible. It would have Goosebumps. been the the best rendition of the sh- song yet. I'm all I'm saying, yeah. guys, it's uh, season 2. I'm I'm praying, I'm hoping that Carly Rae mm-hmm. Jepsen is brought on board for this ambitious project because Yeah. But what you could even do is get Al City back because famously we know that Carly Rae Jepsen and Al City collaborated on Good Time, the hit uh, mm. song came out I think 2013 I want to say but you could have Al Sissy doing you know Drake Bell's parts you could have Kylie Ray Jepsen doing Miranda Cosgrove's I like it I like it's, it a lot. it just makes sense and and they blew it they blew it but season 2 that's all I'm saying that's all I'm saying Phil Lewis <laughs> but I'm excited I remain optimistic I don't know when I plan on viewing these episodes when, when are you going to watch them well as, as soon as we <laughs> stop recording I'm afraid because you you've you prevented me from uh, goddamn listening to watching the show. So, um, just because, you know, I have a, I have a wife and, a, and kids to feed every goddamn day, day in, day I go to work, goddamn, ain't earning my paycheck, doing my thing, you know, working late, trying to get a goddamn paycheck. Yeah. Just because I'm we, doing yeah. that and you don't do me a solid and just tell me when well, the iCarly yeah, reboot is coming nah, out. But, nah, but I have Freddy, time. Freddy's I don't Scott. Freddie's got those issues, and he's he's not worrying about things. He's just you know he's dating. So why don't you could just do that? Well, he killed his wife. As, well, as we, we don't know this. We I don't mean, know. I, mean, oh, I, I think he did. I think. He okay. Did. All right. Agree, we'll agree to disagree, and we'll. Uh, I'm just we'll saying. See. I'm just saying. We'll lighten up. Lighten up, buddy. It's it's just a family. It's not it's not that that this, big of a deal. If this is going to continue, I I really don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see. I don't. Anyway, we, we'll, we'll air our grievances. Well, you, you always, you always have thin, you always have thin skin, but that, that's besides the point. Um, I think, I think we, I think maybe uh, we can, we can uh, say goodbye. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and that was a smooth way to do so. Now we'll, I'll say this again. Um, well, guys, that about wraps up the show. Uh, I, I did have something else I wanted to share with you, but I, I think maybe that can wait till next week. Now. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's uh, just being able to do this for you all and uh, and to talk with you, Tom, despite that little spat we just had. Yeah, well, you know, we'll, we'll obviously you'll cut that out in editing, so it mm. won't matter anyway. The, the the viewers won't listen, but um, yeah, mm. overall this has been a pleasant experience, and I'm sure we'll be able yeah, to talk about solid. that topic that you uh, were going to bring up and many more because we've got you know a, a roadmap ahead of us that we've planned ahead, and it's um it's an exciting one for sure. So when we do get to yeah. see the episodes, um tune in yeah well this is the plan guys is uh, every week we'll be uh we'll be viewing the episode and talking about it um and 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 yeah there's gonna be a bit of that a bit of a, a bit of a discourse surrounding the episodes each week we'll be breaking it down and uh, again you know hopefully by the end of the season uh we'll actually have uh have jerry on and we can just talk to him about the experience so we're really really excited about this journey Definitely, and um, if you do want to get in touch and let us know what you think about um, any of the iCarly episodes, new or old, please get in touch. You know, send us a Gmail, send us a, a LinkedIn request, send us a 
uh, is do people use MySpace still? Probably not. Just um, just find our Twitters, you know, uh, and uh, get in touch. We we yeah. want to listen. Hashtag let spaghetti taco about it. Use the yeah, hashtag. Let, let, and, let's get uh, it going, people. Let's get the let's get this conversation go. All right. Okay. We'll 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 chow then, guys. See you later. Você vai ver que o mundo vai mudar para mim e ser incrível sim. Viver a vida, eu sei que a gente vai chegar lá. Que incrível sensação. Sempre acontece, tudo é real Eu só disse como me sinto Pra acordar os membros dessa nação É o tempo pra ser Sem chance pra quem não quer tentar E nem enxergar o lado bom de cada situação Tem coisa que é pra ser Deu seu melhor, deixe o resto pra mim